Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and it is my pleasure to welcome Ben Sidron to the morning show. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Emily. Thank you. Yes, of course, pianist and uh, former radio host, all kinds of wonderful things uh, to your credit list, Ben. And you've got a couple shows coming up here at Crooners. Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, well, very much like that last Count Basie track. I'm, I'm very happy to be playing trio this time. Nice. I, I don't think I've done it uh, in Minneapolis uh, maybe ever. So this really? is uh, going to be fun for me, yeah. Oh, good. Well, who are you, coming, uh, who are you going to play with? Well, I always play with Billy Peterson. Billy and I have been working together for 40-some years, and so uh, mm. he's always my go-to guy. And uh, the fabulous Leo Sidron is my drummer. He's That's... been playing with me for 20 years, so but, this and... is the long-standing trio. And Leo is your son, correct? Leo is my son, right. Yeah, cool. Well, how fun will that be to play? Uh, well, you two have, as you just said, played together for 20 years, so there's no new new thing there, huh? Well, you know, there's something special. Uh, the the trio with Billy and Leo and myself is is really special. We've sure. all known each other, and we can uh, go back into a pool of hundreds of songs that we've played together, and so it's really a kind of an intimacy, like listening to that Count Basie, Ray Brown, Louis Belson thing. I mean, just the feeling of that was so fantastic. Uh, that's what we strive for, you know, to, to get that feeling rather than play a million notes. We want to play something that just feels great. Yeah, forgive my wording on that. I didn't mean that the performance wouldn't be special, that's for sure. Oh, not at all. No, I didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us uh, what you've been up to lately, Ben. I know last year you uh, donated a lot of your stuff uh, to the University of Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. What What made you decide to do that? Well, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I was a bit of a pack rat in that I kept all the uh, notes and artifacts and... and uh, just things from uh, 50 years of, of being in the music business. And so I had uh, all these uh, wonderful papers and recording documents and everything. And the University of Wisconsin is starting a, a center for popular culture uh, in the music department. And um, so they uh, reached out and uh, we, uh, we got together and now they have all my archives there. It's just wonderful for me. I got them into a nice safe place where they'll uh, be available for study and um, it cleared out a bunch of uh, room in my own house. It feels good. <laughs> no, that's that's wonderful. And uh, you had a new album come out last year as well, or a, a new release of uh, some material. Tell us about that, too. Well, it's called uh, Been There, Done That. It's uh, a three-CD set of 40 years of uh, live gigs around the world. I mean literally around the world, Tokyo, Milan, Paris, uh, New York, everywhere. Uh, and uh, it's uh, with Billy Peterson and uh, uh, both Gordy Knutson on drums and Leo, my son, and various saxophone players. And uh, it, uh, it really captures uh, the evolution of, uh, of, of my music. And What's really interesting is that it, it kind of starts and ends in Minneapolis. I mean, mm. the first uh, track on the collection goes back to 1975 uh, to a, a live uh, radio uh, broadcast I did for KQRS. So um, this is, there's a big Minneapolis connection in, in that box and in my career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we've played it. Uh, we play it here. It's a really fun album to kind of go through the years with you like that, as it were. Um, yeah. I would love to hear a little bit about what you enjoy about the trio setting, not to bounce around too much, but you had mentioned earlier in the conversation that you haven't done a trio here in Minneapolis in a while. So I want to hear a little bit more about what you enjoy about that setup. Well, sure. You know, um, I've played with the quartet for forever. I mean, I, I started out with a, a, like a rhythm and blues band when I first came to the whole coffee house, you know, 45 years ago, whatever it was. I had a, like an R&B band with three horns and uh, organ, and guitar, piano, all this stuff. Uh, and uh, then gradually it got down to a regular format with a quartet with a saxophone player, bass, drums. Uh, myself, and uh, that became the standard format, but playing in a trio uh, really opens it up. I get to uh, explore the piano more, and the songs open up. Uh, it's hard to describe when I say open up. Uh, they get aired out. There's, there's uh, a lot more room for uh, invention and for the song to kind of come forward, as opposed to the soloist. Um it, it's a real thing, again, yeah. as we heard in that Basie thing. You know, I mean, we always hear Basie's little figures, and then we hear the big orchestra. But to hear Basie play a tune like that, the, yeah. the experience just comes forward. So it's, it's hard to describe, but uh, it, it's a, to me, it's a real payoff of playing piano for 50, 60 years and being mm. able to do it. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit more about your uh, collaboration with Billy Peterson. Of course, Billy Peterson, a bass player here in the Twin Cities, a member of the very musical family, the Peterson family. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you two met and uh, came to be such good musical friends. Well, I um, met uh, a recording engineer in Los Angeles in 1972 named uh, Dave Rivkin. And uh, he eventually moved back to Minneapolis and uh, he was working with Prince. Uh, he was David Z, is what Prince called him. And um, I, uh, t- as a matter of fact, he was the engineer on that KQ. Um, oh, funny! Re- recording session that I did, and uh, I was talking to him. Uh, this is about 1978, I think. I was saying, you know, I really, I'm trying to find some musicians who can play really fine straight-ahead jazz and who can also play you know, uh, kind of rhythm and blues. It, back back then, you know, uh, musicians played one or the other, but yeah. really both. Yeah. He said, well, I know some guys here. He said, come on up, and um, and I'll put together a session. So he did. He put together a recording session with Billy Peterson, <laughs> and uh, it was a group then called Natural Life with Bob Rockwell and Paul Lagos and some musicians, and I came up, and uh, we did a little session at Sound 80, uh, David was actually in the other studio with Prince doing demos for his <laughs> Warner Brothers uh, debut. Funny. And I went in there with Billy and these guys and cut some tunes and uh, met a, a lifelong musical partner. That's wonderful. Ben, just to recap, you've got uh, two nights of shows coming up. Uh, are you doing two shows each night or just the one? Just one at 7.30 each night? Yes, I think uh, we'll do a 90-minute show. Gotcha. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a long show uh, I, I love these early evenings, you know, it's just a, a wonderful to hear uh, music and it's light out and yeah. uh, it, it's, it's kind of my, my favorite thing now. Yeah, well, you can't beat the view outside the Dunsmore Room either. So Ben Sidron coming to Crooner's Supper Club, playing the Dunsmore Room tomorrow night and Wednesday night, 730 
uh, Dunsmore Room. Ben, what a pleasure it was to speak with you. Big fan. Oh, thank you. My pleasure. We'll talk soon, I hope.